listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Steph Curry, unbelievable run last night in a win over the Philadelphia 76ers, the Warriors guard and all-time great. A 49-point performance that gives Curry his fifth 40-point game in April, and according to ESPN, only Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan had more than 40 point, more than that many 40-point games in a month. 33 years of age or older, Curry has now surpassed that during this monster run. You know, whenever there's a stat that is is uh, people who's trying to push out there is impressive. I'm always interested in, well, who else is on the list? So if there's a stat that says Kobe, MJ, and you, you're doing pretty good. You're doing pretty good. No doubt about it. There's a lot of ways to get at this. Um, One is, to me, it's about efficiency. Because there's a lot of players in the NBA that can put up 30 in a given night. And 40's, you know, a smaller list. But it's how many shots are you taking? And we've seen players in the past, and MJ, you know, at the end of his career, when he wasn't playing his best games, you know, in a given night, you know, he didn't play great every night. He, he, you know, 7 of 24. You know, the points would be there. But how many shots? Well, Curry, you know, first player to average 40 points per game over an 11-game span in which shooting 50% from the field, 40 from three, and 90 from the foul line. So 50, 40, 90, which is a threshold that's discussed often. But now you it's one thing to do that. It's another thing to do that at volume. So it goes in both directions, I think, Jonas. One, if you have volume but not efficiency, it gets a lot of attention, but it might not deserve it. If you have efficiency without volume, eh, it helps the team, but you're not making that much of a difference. But when you have efficiency and volume, it's when we're talking history. And I think that's what's been so impressive about the Curry run. What's your main thought? Yeah, and it's just – and I don't see this slowing down because the one thing – if you can shoot, they always say the last thing to go on a fighter is his punch. If you can shoot the basketball, you're going to be able to shoot the basketball until the end of time. And I just wonder, I mean, his ability to – he was hitting threes the other night in the game against the Celtics where they were guarding him tight, and he still somehow got the shot off and it went in. Um, you don't anticipate this sort of a pace like what he did last night against Philly to continue on all the rest of the season, but I just wonder, and I don't know off the top of my head where where he is as far as an all-time scorer stands, but I wonder how close he's going to get near the top just based on his ability to shoot the ball. So I'd say a couple things. One, I agree with you if it's a spot-up shooter, but a guy like Curry, and we're talking about longevity of career now, uh, he is running like a madman to try to get open, you know, Reggie Miller style for his shots. So you got to wonder as the years go by and his ability to do that both in quickness and in uh, endurance is a question. So do you yeah. see that different than Steve Kerr? You could see, you know, you know, spot up shooter Paxson, but but Curry seems to be you know, is a very active shooter, I think. Yeah, and I would think that the like the later stage of his career, maybe the next version of Curry is 
what we saw in Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald was a dominant receiver on the outside, and then he worked himself into a really good receiver on the inside. I wonder if their approach when it comes to him as he gets older is let's find somebody who can handle the ball so that he's not having to put up the mileage on his body, and we can use him as our spot-up shooter. And if that guy's your spot-up shooter, uh, I, I think I think you're going to have a ton of success. And it brings up another point. That's Jonas Knox. I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. That right now, if you look at 538, which projects the likelihood of teams making the playoffs, Golden State has a exactly 50% chance to make the playoffs. A drunk baby flipping a coin and Golden State have the same chance and to make the playoffs in this case, not the drunk baby making the playoffs. But the fact of the matter is that you, you could make the case you're wasting the end of the prime of Curry on a team that is not competitive really to win the title. And we're going to talk in a minute about his MVP odds, which have surged, but does he really have a chance? That's the question. One last stat that I think is the most impressive or one of the most impressive. So this is the list of most games with 10 or more made three pointers. Curry has 21 and the second highest on the list. This is all time now. Clay Thompson with five. Jesus. And then number three is James Harden, Dame Lillard, J.R. Smith with three games each. So only two people walking the earth have more than three games with 10 plus made threes. And Curry has 21. <laughs> and Clay Thompson with five. I mean, again, that's that's volume. That's volume. But he's you know, let's not act like Golden State hasn't won generally in the Curry era. So very impressive. And Bill Simmons said yesterday that this is the best he's seen Curry play. And I think it's starting to be undebatable. Uh, last thought on Curry specifically, then we'll get an MVP odds. Uh, Mackenzie, you got anything on it? Curry has four of those such games, 10 made threes, in the last eight days. No one else has more than five, and he has four in the last eight days. It's unbelievable. And six this season. So actually, Curry has more this season of games with 10 plus made threes than any other player has had in his career. Now, that is wow. impressive. Right out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Here are the MVP odds. And amazingly, the favorite got better odds. His odds improved. Yes, the Joker, who we, by happenstance, a few days ago, bet minus 200. He is now minus 400 to win the MVP. And the second favor, Embiid, plus 350. But here's Curry, 18 to 1. Yesterday, he was 50 to 1. A week ago, he was 100 to 1. Wow. So with like three or four games, remember, this streak's gone 11 games. So he was seven, eight games into it, 100 to 1. Now, 18 to 1. And in between, he went to 50 to 1. So 100 to 50 to 18. And then Giannis and Harden both back. So the question is, and this is what I want to pose, and I want to get answers, Jonas. No no <laughs> non-committal stuff here. If Curry finishes the season, how many more games, Mackenzie, look up exactly how many more games Golden State has. If he finishes the season exactly on this streak, meaning he averages 40 points a game, 50, 40, and 90 shooting, 
right? 50% from the field, 40 from three, 90 from the foul line. The rest of the season, does he win the MVP? It because on... it's almost impossible for him to win it, I think. But if he did that, would he? Do they make the playoffs? And if they make the playoffs, are they a part of the play-in tournament? Or are they well, part they, of the I think that's the seeds? only way. I mean, yes. the play-in tournament's their best chance, right? Yeah. So I don't think they have any chance to get the six, do they, really? Yeah, it's like, unless, unless he, oh, man. How many games, this... McKenzie? 14 games remain. All right, so that means he'd have a 25-game streak. Yeah. With forty points, and they're four games behind the six spot right uh-huh, now, uh-huh. so it's, so it's that, technically get possible. It, yeah, it, it's, yeah, um, man. So the I think the fact that it's a tough one, or maybe non-committal, but if it's a tough one, is a sign of how unlikely it is that he's going to win. Because the reality is that. I mean, in B or Joker actually improved his odds from minus 325 to minus 400 because, as you'll give us, he had an amazing night also. Yeah, and it was an overtime win, a double overtime win over the Memphis Grizzlies last night for the Denver Nuggets. And Jokic, a monster performance, 47 points, 15 boards, another eight assists for Nikolai Jokic, who uh, has been leading the MVP race, uh, and the odds would say so over the past several days. You know what's funny is I always think Jonas uses the, the first name there just to show his great pronunciation <laughs> skills. He's like the guy that takes his shirt off at the beach. I understand. It, <laughs> I'm still, you know, I'm still like Big Ben, you know, but. Uh, <laughs> Although I've heard, I've heard two different variations of it. I've heard Nikola and then Nikola Vo- uh, Jokic. And so I can't even, I just, I'm going to use both and then hope somebody just, corrects me. Just and gives intermittently. Me and, yeah. 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 Well, just mix it in. <laughs> and you figure you're right sometimes. <laughs> uh, it was interesting. When Murray went down for Denver, it really hurt Denver's chances, obviously, to advance far in the playoffs. But that day, the MVP odds improved for the Joker. And the reason being, he was going to have to do more. And that since so much of the MVP is accounting stats element, oh, he's put up 40, oh, that's great. If Curry was doing this without the efficiency, he'd get almost as much, if not as much, attention. So no one, how many shots did Wilt put up in this 100-point game? No one knows. Kobe... You know, the night, his last game, you know, with 60, if, if I recall, is efficiency is just not the way people think as fans in the NBA. And thus, I think the Joker is a very efficient player. But even if he weren't, Murray being out helps his MVP case. And we saw it last night. Obviously, an impressive win for the team. But double overtime, putting up all those points, it speaks to why his odds have actually improved even though Curry had the game he had. I do think, before we take the break here, the idea that if Curry did finish 14 more games like this, what a great vote that would be. Mackenzie, where would you lean on that one? If he did have 14 more games, 40 points or more, does he overtake the Joker? I think he has to. If you essentially double the greatest shooting streak we've ever seen. Except we're not talking about great streaks. We're talking about seasons. Seasons. I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you know this. I don't have Curry, no tickets. So we're yeah, not, I mean, let's not oversell it here now. No. 
We got the Joker. We want to, you know. But I, I think it, it'd be it, about a third of the season, 20, 25 games. Yeah, about a third so of the season. You on could this have the, the last third of the season MVP. Like <laughs> you, you could come up with your own award like that. Jones. See, and I, I don't know if we have this offhand or maybe we can look this up, but when Anthony Davis went down, because the same logic applying to Jokic as far as winning the MVP is, yeah, he, you know, his, you know, the guy on his team, the second best player on his team went down with an injury. Therefore, he's going to have to carry the load. That's why the odds move the way that they did in his favor. Did the odds move similar for LeBron James yes. when Anthony Davis went down? Yes. yes. I'm looking I'm looking right now. It was plus 275. The next day it was plus 170. Wow. Now, what ended up happening, though, was, as we know, that was an opportunity. And LeBron, you could tell LeBron understood that. And again, yes. he understands the media very well because he was talking about this is what I do. I play every game. And then it's like all of a sudden it was like, well, when you do that for a little while, it's tough when you're, again, at his age, let's give him a massive credit, the shape he's in. But he's not able to play like he did when he was 25, LeBron or anyone at that age. And it, it warmed down, though the opportunity was there. If LeBron had kept going the way he was, he'd be a runaway favorite for the MVP. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We've been talking about the NBA's MVP odds on the show, and now we transition to the NBA title odds with some news out of Brooklyn that James Harden had a setback in his recovery and will be missing an extended period of time. You know, this is a shame for Harden, and not that I'm, you know, a big fan of his necessarily, but... I thought the efficiency of what he was doing and the way he was able to just transition into that team, it was going to really, and still could, change the perception of his entire career. He wasn't so one-dimensional. It was a choice, right? It's a choice. We'll see, but boy, he was on pace to do that. But this shows you, when we look at these odds, markets like title odds don't move instantly. I'm going to be interested to see what tomorrow's odds are. So let's run down. Mackenzie, give me the favorites down to the Suns to win the title. Brooklyn Nets plus 250, Lakers plus 350, Clippers 6 to 1, Jazz 8 to 1, Bucks 9 to 1, Sixers 11 to 1, and the Phoenix Suns 12 to 1, 17 to 1 to win the NBA title. Yeah, so 17 to 1 for the Suns. By the way, nice win against Milwaukee last night, Jonas. And wasn't it kind of disturbing and McKenzie brought this up in the meeting is the game was they went into overtime which means they're tied and Giannis had a st- apparently a cramp in his toe is what it said and he didn't play overtime I mean I've had a lot of cramps I've never had one in the toe <laughs> I mean when I get a cramp in the toe I still make it down to get my water at night I mean it's like it, it and it goes to show you there's a sense that none of this really matters and, like, what game has there been, like, a marquee matchup, heavyweight title fight kind of matchup in which both teams were at full strength this year? Can you even think of one? Oh, God. I'm um, trying to think of the best games that we've seen. Um, what, oh, God, there's one that, that's escaping me. Uh, Suns Jazz, maybe? 
Boy, is that one yeah. of the best games of the year? No, I mean, yeah, because that was the one that was not that long ago, right? They went into overtime, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that was an overtime game. It might, God, it might have been Clippers Celtics early on was was one of them. I mean, um, I, but isn't this the point, right, is that there's probably been 50 games that we would say marquee matchups, and we're struggling to find a handful that had all the players playing. Yeah, it might have been um, Brooklyn played somebody in the West, um, and that I don't game. know if yeah, I don't yeah, I don't know if it <laughs> was Clippers, Utah. Yeah, yeah I, it was it was one of those teams, but it, there was a Brooklyn matchup with somebody from the West that was really really good. It might might have been the Suns. I I can't think of it, but yeah, yeah. less so, than a handful. Yeah, and, and and I think and listen, it's easy to blame the players. I think, but remember this: the league rushed back to play, right? So they finished. After, you know, obviously COVID and the lockout and and the turnaround was like 60 days or whatever to go back to camp because they didn't want to miss the Christmas Day payoff. They didn't want to. And it's like, do you really? Bl- I think both parties are to blame in a way. But if the league is saying and it's easy to sit and talk about how you're like woke or whatever and, you know, this verdict or this or that or whatever and support it. But ultimately, if money rules in such a way that you're like allowing play. It's no coincidence. All these. In- I mean, is it? Could it be a coincidence? All of these injuries with the the schedule condensed and not enough rest in between seasons for the key players on the playoff teams. And I get it. Money always wins. Money is the point. But man, there is a concept of killing the goose that laid the golden egg. And if the players don't care, the fans won't care. I'm telling you, it's a major concern. Right out of Vegas. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.